Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a Safeway checker and a solitary confinement film. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. I was at Safeway uh, last week picking up groceries, and things are a little wild at Safeway right now. Um, that's that's to be clear, and they were more so uh, a week or two ago as well. You know, obviously people are concerned and picking up groceries for their families. So I'm there, and I'm in line, and I realize the checker, checker's not wearing a mask. He's wearing gloves, which is great, but he's not wearing a mask. And I realized, you know, <laughs> this guy really probably doesn't want to be here. Everybody walking through the doors has masks on and they are, you know, incredibly sanitizing everything. They they're, have their sleeves all wrapped up over their hands, kind of like makeshift gloves. Or people are walking around with, you know, latex gloves on and, and bandanas and masks over. They don't want to breathe anything. They're all terrified. And they're all going through the store like the person next to them is electrified. They're like kind of keeping this distance and... As they should, right? Like we need to, we need to be socially distancing ourselves. But again, we're in Safeway, and there's not much you can do about it. You're right next to everyone. And I got to the front of the line, and the checker was nice and everything. He wasn't super smiley, and I left. And again, I, I thought about him the rest of the day because there's no way this guy wants to be at work. There's no way he would like to be home with his family. And here we are going into the store, super upset that we have to be there, bothered by all of this. And this guy's just diligently doing his job. And he was an older guy. I think he was in his 50s. This was not, you know, an 18-year-old. So this is somebody who's in a risky category. Not the, not the highest risk, but in a riskier category than I am that just came to work and did his little piece of, you know, duty for the world. And I so appreciated that. In fact, I appreciate it so much. I thought for the whole rest of the day and the day after, look, how could I, how could I do something? How could I do something like that? And, and I don't think there's a way I can in good conscience. I mean, I could, I could start running trips to the grocery store for, for people and, you know, I, ha I do have some older neighbors and one of my neighbors is, is in a wheelchair. So again, there are things I can do. And the problem is I have three kids. I have three kids. I have a wife. If, if I'm willing to expose myself and be courageous and do this, which I am as a single person, it's a different thing to do it as, as a husband and as a father you know, every time I expose myself, I expose them as well. And I realized as, as inspired as I was by the checker at Safeway, this is not something that in good conscience, I could just jump out and do myself. I'm not, I, I don't need to do it to put food on the table. So it's not this huge necessity. And just to feel like I'm contributing is not, it's not a good justification to go out and needlessly put myself at, at risk. So I was in this really weird state where I was kind of thinking, look, how, how am I going to address this? How am I going to, how am I going to deal with this? How am I going to do my part? And I saw a movie, um, a movie a long time ago about a prisoner 
in uh, in jail who was put into solitary confinement and went mad. Just went loony. And it was a really good film. It was very very well done. He had he had robbed a a grocery store uh, during the depression, and uh, quite unfortunately, he had gotten caught. It's not bad that he got caught, but quite unfortunately the grocery store was also a post office so he got charged with federal crimes and then some other stuff happened once he was in jail so he was essentially in it for life and he got put into solitary confinement for for like a year or two and just went bananas went totally totally loony like forgot how to talk and scribbled all over these walls just insane stuff and i saw that as a younger person thought my god what's so hard about that what's so i mean i understand but you know, like, it shouldn't be that, that difficult. Well, let me tell you, being in my house with my wife and kids, that's not super difficult. But what is difficult is trying to stay in one piece, not seeing other people. I'm still seeing my students over Zoom. But even that is this really limited interface where I don't really see them. And, and yeah, they're up there on the screen, but I'm in my classroom all by myself. And then I go home and my wife and kids are there. And again, it's not like I dislike seeing them, but it's hard just seeing the same people over and over. And again, I don't have a very big house, so we're getting on each other's nerves more than, more than we usually do. And there's, there's no outlet where I can go and say train jujitsu with my buddies and just really go blow off the steam. And because my boys are home all the time, my schedule's screwed up. I can't, I can't go out and work out the way I normally do. So again, it's a really difficult thing. And that's when I started realizing, okay, look, it's all well and fine to want to do this overtly courageous action, to put myself at harm's risk for other people's betterment. And I I am inclined towards those actions. The problem is that I put other people I love at risk. And that's, again, that's not okay. They didn't sign up for that. So again, it's not bad to want to do this. The trick is realizing that sometimes the best thing that we can do is keep our own house in order. And and what does that really mean? What it means from my from my standpoint is look, I can't I can't be super cranky with my kids because I'm you know not trapped at home, but because I can't go see other people. I can't be super annoyed with my wife with things. I can't let my hair get super long and shaggy and I can't not shave for for three weeks and look look kind of like half wolfish and nasty you know I have to keep my things in order for my sake for my family's sake for my students I can't start all of a sudden doing a very poor job on on my zoom classroom meetings I mean yeah look I like seeing the kids and I like joking around and being in this classroom is not that entertaining when you're the only one here, but I have to stay on point. I have to keep them focused. I have to stay on track with their schedule because their parents are doing all kinds of things. Their parents are trying to take care of them now that they're out of school. They can't go back to high schools. Their parents are trying to figure out what to do with college. I'm working with juniors. Their junior year has been cut in half and their tests have been canceled. Their parents are trying to figure out all these things. I have to stay on point 
I can't let the solitary confinement, or at least what it feels like, take over and make me go bananas. I have to stay responsible. That's, that's my only venue for doing something for other people at this point. I, right before we got locked down, I, I went out and bought hundreds of dollars worth of snacks to give to my students so that when they were locked down, they could, they could have something to munch on like they were still in class. And, and I miss that. I'm, I'm all for helping people. I just can't help them the way I normally do. And I'm willing to bet a lot of people are like that. But the best thing we can do as part of this community, as people that want to do their part, is stay sane. Don't go mad in solitary confinement. Don't get frustrated with our family members. This is hard on everyone, 100%. If you're a teenager, don't get after your parents and give them a little slack. They're under a tremendous amount of pressure and concern. You know, if you're, if you're a parent, try not to kill your kids as much as you may want to. And I understand that. But if you're just a community member, if you're neither a parent nor, nor a student or a little kid or whatever it is, just keep it together. This is just the beginning of an incredibly stressful time, an unprecedented time for the country and for the world. And if we can't individually keep it together, if we can't individually make sure that we don't lose our minds, then how can we expect the government or anyone else to do the same? We need collective action. We need collective responsibility. And pointing the collection in the right way starts with leading by example. So individually, if you can, if you're so inclined, recognize that your courageous and heroic acts in this time start with you keeping your head screwed on straight. We can't all be checkers at Safeway. We can't all be putting ourselves in harm's risk for other people, but we all can take ownership of the community our little piece of that community, of our little house in that community and make it a safe place through these treacherous times. And on that note, thanks for listening. Go out and crush it.